A young woman living a sheltered life. <laughs> Breathe it out, little dog. A young woman living a sheltered life. A storm takes her on an adventure in a faraway land. She meets some new friends along the way. Can they all get their dreams and find their way home? All this can only mean one thing. We're comparing The Wizard of Oz and The Wiz on this episode of Retro vs. Rebound. And nobody beats it! Nobody beats the Wiz. Nobody beats, beats the Wiz. <laughs> I'm Reggie Parker. I'm Dan Farley. And here's another episode of Retro vs. Remake. Retro vs. Remake! This is a series where we uh, watch original films, their remakes, and determine should this remake exist. Yes. Yes, we do. And in this case, this is the mother of all originals and remakes. This really is like... It really is the OG. The OG Technicolor yes. original. I guess with that being said, you know, we can break down. Let's break it down. Nobody beats The Wiz. Nobody. Nobody. Where I bought my first album, my first CD of really? all time, yes, and Nobody Beats The Wiz. The Wiz, Radio Shack. Which, by the way, plenty of people beat it. Yeah, a lot of people That's beat it. That's why it's out of business. You don't go to The Wiz anymore. You sure don't. That's for sure. That was always my marketing plan when I was like 10 years old. I'm going to open a store called Nobody. <laughs> Nobody beats The Wiz. We sure fucking do. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Alright. Wizard of Oz 1939. Starring Judy Garland, Frank Morgan, Ray Bolger, Burt Lauer, Jack Haley, Billy Burke, Margaret Hamilton, Charlie Grapewin, and apparently the Munchkins. The Munchkins. Yes, collectively. Wow. That's uh This is pre their work at Dunkin' Donuts. It's wild stuff. Film was directed by Victor Fleming. Let's see, written by Warner Bros. Pictures, um, of course, it's an adaptation of Frank L. Baum's uh, 1900 children's fantasy novel. Let's see, The Wiz. Isn't it L. Frank Baum? I think you might be right. I don't know. It is L. Frank Baum. L. Frank Baum. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I said. So. I don't, no, Frank L. Baum, which seems like whatever. That's fucking pretentious when you have the, the first initial. It's like me going by D. Patrick Farley. Yeah, that's it's like, come on. It's ridiculous. Let's see. The Wiz 1978 is actually an American musical. Sure is. Uh, <clears throat> starring Diana Ross, Michael Jackson, Nipsey Russell, Ted Ross, Lena Horne, Mabel King, Richard Pryor. It was directed by Sidney Lumet. Screenplay by Joel Schumacher. Of course yes. it was. And uh, Motown Productions all over this. Oh, this all over this. Mr. Barry Gordy. And Steve, and uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, ah. Quincy. Yeah, Quincy. Quincy. Quincy Jones? Quincy. Heavily involved. Like I mentioned, uh, both of these films are based on the L. Frank Baum 1900 children's fantasy novel, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Um, we'll get into this a little bit, but uh, I believe in the theory that this film is based off of the gold standard. Like, there's like an allegory, and we'll probably talk about that a little bit. Okay. But in terms of that, what's your first experience? With My that? first experience is Kansas is boring. 
Kansas uh, board. No, the first experience I had with this, uh, I, I, uh, I when I when I was a kid, my mom was obsessed with uh, mm -hmm. um, Judy. Judy. Well, just in uh, uh, it's obsessed with Wizard of Oz specifically. Okay. So I've I've seen it so many times, and like I guess it was the I'll tell you what the t the flying monkeys used to terrify me. Like I was like, ooh, this yeah, is they, like I mean that's a demonic creature. If yeah. I was out here right now, I'd be grabbing something like it, we're yeah. beating that thing to death. Yeah, um, bring out the Kindle stick. Yeah, that Kindle stick <laughs> in the corner. So I was looking at through, but the. Uh, so it's been like present in my life forever. Mm -hmm. uh, I hadn't seen it in a while, although I've seen it so many times though because it's a, my mom would always watch it. And I mean, just the songs like "Somewhere Over the Rainbow," yeah. where you're out of the woods, you're out of the everything. Um, uh, there were so many that like it's just been present throughout my whole life, and I've thought about it. Um, and then throughout like remakes of everything, like it's come up, and then. I, I don't think I was aware of The Wiz until yeah. later, like, probably like I was like 14 or something like that, and I remember seeing, I did, I can't remember the, the name of the thing in Epcot in Disney World, <laughs> there was a, a 3D show with Michael Jackson, Oh shit. and I don't remember what it was called, I'm blanking, it's annoying me, and then through that it was like, what is this thing, like I, I was a big Michael Jackson fan, as we've discussed in my life. There are two of the greatest performers ever in the history of the world. One, Bruce Springsteen. No. Okay. Young Michael Jackson. Young Michael. Young Jackson. Michael Jackson. Okay. Until like the age of fourteen. Sure. And then James Brown. Yeah. Oh yeah. James Brown is number yeah, one. You're right. He's the greatest performer I've ever seen. But, and then Moonwalker came out and all that stuff, and I was like, "What the fuck, Joe Pesci?" And then someone was like, "Yeah, you, you, you gotta watch The Wiz," and I was like, "The what?" And then I watched The Wiz, and I was like, "Holy shit!" and that might be the first time that, like, I was introduced to all, like, I didn't get most of it as a kid, like, Barry Gordy and all that stuff, and I didn't understand the perfection of, of casting Richard Pryor as the wizard. Right. Where you're like, oh my god. Right. With, um, which is the first time he also had his iconic mustache, is in that movie. That's amazing. And, uh, yeah, that was probably, so I was probably like 14, 15 when I saw that, and I was, I, uh, blown away. And my, although I don't. My, I think my dad put me onto it because he was a uh, like it was a big Broadway show. Yeah, it was a huge, huge Broadway, huge show. Broadway show. Yeah, I think uh, the lion was the same guy. Like he I was in broad in the Broadway. You could, you could tell that guy. Yes, yeah. like an actor. Yeah, an actor, and he yeah. you could see him with his voice. Like he had such a boisterous voice. He was doing it for a stage and not like the sound stage. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What about you? I mean, for me, um, you know, we're looking at some of my DVDs I have downstairs. And I have nothing yeah. to play them on. But when I was uh, younger, I had the Wizard of Oz, one of those VHSs, with yeah. like, a bunch of cartoons, the Wizard of Oz, I think Winnie the Pooh was on there, um, maybe even Dumbo, something like that. Dumbo, that depressing-ass <clears throat> movie. So I've watched the Wizard of Oz, I mean, I've got to imagine hundreds of times. Yeah, so yeah I have to say. It's, it's actually pretty preposterous, and I actually, you know, of course, rewatched it again for this, and it was like, alright, seeing this, like, yeah. so much, I almost didn't have to watch it. Um, and then the same thing with the Wiz, like, um, even though I'm a person of color, um, I wasn't really aware of, like, the film. Like, I had seen, like, different, um... You're... What color are you? Um, a color? I, oh, a color. Yeah, um, I, see, I'm colorblind. I, I, I don't know. I don't I, see. It's what kept me out of the Air Force, actually. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. Yeah. But, so. but, no, like, I, um... I never really, uh watched the film except for for this I, you know of course i was aware of it but like 
I've seen people do like different stage productions and stuff like the Wiz. Yeah. Um, it was def obviously like this was on the tail end of like the black exploitation films. Um, it's little cats. Right? Yeah, there's Crazy little there's little cats at our feet, little kittens, and the one of them is he's coughing. Yeah, and it's kind of adorable. It he really, might be dying, but it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty cute. Could be, could yeah. be. But yeah, like the Wiz, of course, like you said, Michael Jackson totally aware of it. Yeah, all. like the this all star cast. It's a classic black film at the time. It, it flopped. Yeah, or it flopped. Yeah, you know, it flopped. I don't know how. That's like one of those like, yeah. how does this flop? Like Motown was enormous, mm -hmm. and then you had two of the biggest stars that came out of Motown. Like, I granted it's pre-thriller, but mm -hmm. still, like it's Diana. It's post Supremes, you know. Yeah, but this, you know, I guess this is also the part. But black exploitation was so big, but. Yeah, but this wasn't black exploitation. No, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. Like, it's not like today. Like, like we were just talking about the Black Panther. Now, so it's like, all right, that okay, that may be a film starring a lot of black people, but like, it's a widely marketed yeah. film. Like, I think maybe this was so like specifically black that maybe that held it back. Yeah. I don't know, but like, it, it almost makes no sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Oh, I I had also had another uh, remembrance of the Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. Um. Is that uh, this is this, I completely forgot about this story until right one okay. was Was that when I was I must have been like 16, 17. And I got some job working with like it was like a summer camp, but it was for kids. Okay. And it was a uh, they were put on a play, and they needed someone to be the wizard, and I was the wizard. Yeah. And their take on it was that the wizard kept doing magic tricks okay. throughout the whole thing, and they wanted me specifically. Like I had to twirl around a cane. I had to learn how to twirl a cane really yeah. fast and do like all the kinds of tricks with a cane. And specifically to have your fingers like explode when you snap your fingers, yeah. like poof, like that puff in the smoke. Yeah. And I was like. And I was like, yeah, just take this. They gave me the stuff I had to do. They're like, just play with it at home. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I remember I was watching my younger brother. And he must have been, if I was 16, he was 12. Sure. And so he, and I was looking at the directions how to do it. I was like, this doesn't seem safe. Yeah. Like, it's literally like gunpowder that you're making a spark with. And he was like, fuck it, let me try. And he like reached in and did it. And did it, snapped his fingers so fast, his whole hand caught on fire. Holy <laughs> his shit. thumb had a blister. The size of like a golf ball. It was insane. Yeah, you know, stage production for kids. Yeah, yeah shit for kids. And I just went back, or I went back the next day, like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. So you could, I guess you could find another wizard or something, yeah. but I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. Wow. That was, oh man. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the, good times. the synopsis I'm basically just going to do from, yeah, from uh, Scrap. It's the same I've synopsis. Seen it a hundred times. I guess the only difference is uh, the age difference between our two Dorothy yeah. which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, but basically, there's a young woman who, um, you know, she lives a sheltered life, and people in her life think that maybe it's time for her to grow up, yeah. make some changes. Um, that causes her distress, and while like sort of leaving her home, um, a storm occurs. And this storm takes her into a magical faraway land. Magical faraway land. The land of Oz. Uh, along the way, in Oz, she accidentally kills a, uh, a wicked witch. Yes. Which, um, you know, then freed, a, freed people. Yes. A liberation story yep. somehow. She, she was Django. Yep. Uh, the good witch told her, you know, hey, if you want answers, there's a good witch. Yeah. Uh, if you want answers, you got to go to the Emerald City. And, and the uh, there's two good witches. There are. Yeah. There are two good witches. Yeah. 
Too evil, too good. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, solid. No, that's a solid point. Yeah. Actually, uh, there are elements of the somehow of the new film that are actually more in line with like the, yeah. the book. Yeah, it as is. It were. that that one in particular. Wild. Yeah. Uh, uh, if uh, Dorothy, her dog Toto, uh, they follow a yellow brick road where they meet a series of people. Series, of, I guess they're people. Uh, a scarecrow, scarecrow. who um, has no brains. A, a tin man who doesn't have a heart, and a lion who has no courage. Um, along the way, maybe they display elements of that, uh, find a way to Emerald City where they're tasked with killing the Wicked Witch of the West. Put a hit out on her? Yep. The Wiz put a hit out on her, the, uh, the Good Witch put a hit out on her. They, you know, they do battle. I don't even know if it's a battle. They, they encounter this Wicked Witch uh, on the journey. Things happen, they go back to the wizard, and maybe they learn along the way that some of these things that they thought they didn't have, they, they had, had all, along. all along. It's like that James Dean saying, mm -hmm. look out, that guy's coming at me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. The, no, no, it's, it's the journey, not the destination. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that's the gist of it. You get it. You, fuck it, you probably even know how this shit works, but that's a... Uh, that's our synopsis. Yeah, um, that's about that sums it up. And then also, uh, the wizard's a fraud. There the wizard, the wizard's big, a fraud. Big, big time. Yeah. Big if someone fraud. says they're a wizard, believe it. Unless they they're a twelve year old with glasses and a lightning bolt shape in his head. Yeah. They're not a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. Amen. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, to Hagrid. Yeah. True story. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Actually, I also wanted to. Shout out to uh, Oz the Green and Powerful, like oh, James yeah. Franco. James Franco. Actually, I did. I, I love the the play Wicked too. Mm. I'm a big fan. That's I I got really Wicked's good shit. Really fucking emotional. Like I don't cry at anything. Yeah. And I got really choked up watching Wicked when she's singing uh, Defying Gravity. Yeah. With uh, Golden Girls fame, Rue McClanahan was in it, and Ben Vereen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Alex. He was the wizard. I'll say, uh, since you bring up Wicked, um, it's a great play. It's a great play, and it's going to come up with all these films. Um, as much as the stars are the stars, the music oh. are, are the stars, and we're going to yes. specifically get into a couple of songs. Yes, we sure will. The way. That's correct. Mm -mm -mm. So where do we start? So we're going to start with our plucky young um, um, upstart, Dorothy. Dorothy. Uh, Dorothy Gale. Uh, if you follow the books and Dorothy Gale's the whitest name. It's pretty that's white. the whitest name pretty, in the world. Pretty white name. Yeah, um, it, she might as well be like old old Longshanks Huckleby <laughs> or something like. I don't know. Fucking. Oh uh, uh, man! In the nineteen thirty nine film, Judy Garland plays Dorothy Gale. If you please, I am Dorothy. Small and meek. And in the 1978 film, it is Diana Ross. Diana Ross playing Dorothy Gale. Behind the whiz, he's gonna get me back home. Oh, that's nice. So, one of the major differences here, um, uh, Judy Garland's very white. But yes. Diana Ross is black. Judy um, Garland, also 15. 15, yep. Uh, supposed to play. Dorothy, I believe, is supposed to be 12. Something like that. Um, yeah. She. Plausibly could be 12 in this film, but yeah. she looks 15. Um, 
I don't even think she looks 15. She's like, I mean, she is 15, yeah. but she looks like she's 25. Yeah, I guess she doesn't like... I guess, you know, like, that's one of those things you look back, it's like the old dad dick theory. Like, okay. like when you see your dad's dick when you're fucking uh, five years old, and, you know, not sexually related, you just mm -hmm. happen to see it. Mm -hmm. And it looks enormous. And then, it's like when you see... And you have that complex for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, you have like, like, this guy's got a huge dick, and then you... And then one day when he shits himself, you gotta help him like hose himself off. Yeah. And then you realize, no, nope, I always just had very small hands. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's dark. Yeah, I know. Um, it sure is. But um, he uh, the but that like so I grew up. You know, yeah. I was five or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then so Dorothy looked like an adult to me. It's like the same thing when you watch Karate Kid. You're like this these fucking guys, these guys, yeah. these fucking children. They're just. Little kids. They're little kids, but back in 1939, everyone just looked older. Everyone. No matter older. what. Yeah. Like, I, I know you've heard me say this, but like, you look at like the old reels of like Mickey Mantle, and mm -hmm. like, Mickey Mantle's like, look at young Mickey Mantle, and, and here comes his father. And he's like, this old decrepit man, he is 42 years old. <laughs> like, ridiculous. 42. And he's like, Argh. Then again, she was like chain smoking, drinking black coffee That's so true. that she couldn't eat, so that she would suppress her appetite. Hey, kid, why don't you get skinnier? Yeah. Yeah, you're out of shape, you 15-year-old. What are you doing? So, yeah, this is kind of the beginning of the end for uh, young Judy. They, Seriously. She's... And yet, the beginning. Yes. Truly yeah, the beginning of a... It's really a sad tale. Tragic, tragic. Really tra and, uh, then, and then Diana Ross, who's, what, 40? 40, <laughs> playing a 24-year-old... 24-year-old. Elementary school teacher from Harlem. That's the other thing that I can't stand too. They're like, oh, you gotta grow up. What the fuck are you talking about? She has a job. I know. Like her, her mother's trying to convince her to uh, to start working with high school kids so she can make more money. Why? Like, what, what? Like it's like a ton more money to work. It, no, it's not that much more money. And I would. That's a great point. Yeah. Like, and this is when Harlem was Harlem. It was Harlem. Like this is way before Bill Clinton moved in. It's like the, there's this running theme for Diana Ross's character where like her mother's like, oh, you've never been south of 125th Street. And it's like, yeah, it's the 70s. <laughs> yeah, it's the 70s. <laughs> I wouldn't go either. Uh, this, this is where we are. Yeah, it's like, mm -hmm. I don't know what they do down there. Yeah. But rap is right, right around the corner, though. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Like in this particular instance, like Judy Garland's character who is... You know, she's getting into trouble with uh, her, her neighbor, and yeah, she's I mean, falling in pig pens. Like, she's a bit of a... She's a child. She's a child, yeah. So, she's 12 years old, and it's like, God, oh, you gotta grow up. I mean... Yeah. Has, has she had those womanly times yet? I mean, it's not really... I don't know, this, this is a little old-timey, though. It's like Dust Bowl Kansas. That's like, true. It's it like, Dust Bowl Kansas. grow up real quick, because we need uh, more hands on deck. And granted, in the rest of the world, other shit is going on, oh, too. It's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty yeah. rough. Yeah. Pretty rough. Yeah, there's a gay, a guy with a small mustache in Germany that mm -hmm. has things to say. A lot of things to say. And at that point, it was close. Yeah. <laughs> it was a close one, for it sure. It was close. But, um, you know, there, there's some different references, like, speaking of Kansas, there was a big, uh, going to that gold standard thing yeah. I was talking about. There was, like, a big movement, um, economic movement that came out of Kansas. Uh, they call it like the storm in Kansas, so there could be reasons why she's named Gail. Yeah. Why there's a storm, stuff like that. Hmm. Um, again, not to get too deep in that, but uh, she's a farmer's daughter. Farmer's daughter. Yep. Forty percent of Americans at that time were uh, were farmers. 
you know? And yeah. It's a lot of economic depression. In fairness, like 16% were actually bears. Mm -hmm. Like, so. That's a great point. That's. So, I. But by the way, look, I just want to say this. This kind of has nothing to do with the movie. Okay. But you're like, she's never been south of 125th Street. I might have had this discussion with you before. How far, if you started at Penn Station in New York, how far could you walk up north? Like, I, and, like, and let's just say it starts getting dicey around like 115. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I don't know if I... If, how far I can go, you know. Yeah. I, mean? I, I said I was a color earlier, and we yes. still haven't determined what it is. <laughs> um, uh. I guess both of these films have, you know, there's this musical element. So, like when Dorothy is having her troubles at home, I mean, we get the super iconic somewhere, over which was supposed to be cut from the movie initially. Really? Yeah, it was not supposed to be in the movie. Who's dumbass? Uh, that? Some fucking executive. Some, some Hollywood executive. Some Hollywood executive. That was like, nah, this is stupid. That's, and that's what most people know that movie it, from. Absolutely. Like, it's, like what they know about that movie. That and the Ruby Slippers. It, it won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. Yeah. And, and I, I'm not going to lie. like, um, It's out of control. It's out of control. And, you know, there's different songs that I think The Wiz definitely gets its in. But, like, yeah. the first song in The Wiz, like, that feeling we once had, yeah. not even close. Not, no. not even close. Like... Just somewhere over the rainbow, an amazing start to start to the yeah, film. It's it and sums up everything, and it's also like it's such like a child song. Yes, sung by like such an amazing voice. Mm -hmm. And there's this like that hopeful yeah. feeling, you know. This yeah, that you could only have as a child. Like, yeah, I would not be singing that song. No, nah, no. Nah. And you know, I think I think it works really well. And we're still in the phase of the film because uh, what the 1939 film does very well is it shows off Technicolor. Technicolor. Which uh, was a sort of newish, I think, not that brand new. Yeah. That was the first film. Yeah, I, I think. think it's the first film that's that shown like the Technicolor. Which is another reason why I think Wizard of Oz is as famous as it is, is because of this like amazing color technology yeah. that's in it. But like, we're still in this kind of like black and white sepia tone phase of the film. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't know, like Somewhere Over the Rainbow just I yeah. could be I, I could be incorrect, but I'm pretty sure all the black and white mm. is makeup. Really? Like it's not actually mm. like that's what it looked like through the camera. Like because they did it's then when all, really? all of a sudden they go into Oz and it's all color. Yeah. That was just they used the same camera. Wow. They they're like, we're not buying two cameras. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. But yeah, I mean what I'm trying to recall from the whiz. It's like, you know, some of these different characters that we're going to meet. We get introduced to a lot of um, the sort of characters we're going to see in the future because there are people in Dorothy's life yeah. uh, that are represented as characters in, in Oz. And I'm trying to recall if there's a lot of that in The Wiz. Like, I, I, don't, I don't remember that. I don't that. think so. I don't think so either. I felt like her family Thanksgiving party, like, you know, there's just random people. Yeah, there. random like, people. There later. One of them, the most, one random person that's there is Robin Gibbons from mm -hmm. uh, Howard Stern's co-host. Holy shit. Yeah, she's a... Yeah. But, I mean, I, I would say that, to me, that's an advantage of the original film is this sort of dream kind of sequence yeah. thing that she's going through. That, like, the people in her life, life it, her life, are um, the people that she's going to meet along the way. Yeah. And like you get the the classic scene, and you were there, and you, you were, were there, there, and you were there. 
Like, I don't know. Early on, I think, The Wizard of Oz kind of is taking the cake because, like, the way they frame the story. Yeah. Where she runs away from home. Yeah. She meets Mr. Marvel. And she go, she runs away from home because Dorothy bites uh, her neighbor. Oh, the Toto. The Toto. Toto, Toto yeah. beat, uh, the, it bites her neighbor, and then they're right. going to put Toto to death. Yes. So then, because she bit the neighbor, who's shocker, the Wicked Witch of the West. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, Almira Gulch. Yeah, who literally made a living being the most hideous woman in the world. Yeah. And scaring children. Like, she was on Mr. Rogers and shit. Like, she yeah. was like, if I can. It was terrifying. That woman was terrifying when I was a kid. Um,. Yeah, still scary. Yeah, and then one year I remember my mom dressed up as her for Halloween, and you know what? I don't. A part of me died that day. I never. It was never really the same. Um, but uh, and that's a uh, Margaret Hamilton, who plays Elmira Gulch, aka the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. Well, my little pretty, I can cause accidents too. Yeah. And the Wiz. Let's see. Do we even have? Yeah. Who plays? Oh yeah. Um. Mabel King. Yeah. Plays the Wicked Witch of the West in the 1978 musical. Yes. She, I don't know the, it's so that's why she runs away. So that's like right. The, yeah. Right. But that's that doesn't happen in the Wiz, right? No, no. I mean, she just kind of like, she just kind of leaves. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not feeling this Thanksgiving. Yeah. That, that's the thing. Like the Wiz. Um, I think there's a lot of great moments in The Wiz, but, like, the setup is just not... It's not the same. Not remotely close, and I yeah. think that... It, also, it's... There's something, like... So there was a big controversy mm -hmm. with, um... Uh... Diana Ross getting the part. Okay. This. I mean, we can talk about no, this no, now. Okay. okay, so Diana Ross getting the part, because she was... According to Barry Gordy, who she was, you know, involved with, mm -hmm. like, in a relationship with. Sure. That... He was like, no, you can't be in it. You're too old. It was supposed right. to be someone else that was, I don't know, like 22 or Makes 21. And sense. it was going to be their film debut. And she was like, no. And she lobbied for it so hard. And she said she could get Michael Jackson in it. And because Michael Jackson was in it, they were like, fine, we could have Diana Ross okay. in it. Which is weird, though, that Diana Ross couldn't get a part, which is kind of weird. Yeah. But, like, the whole thing... is something that happens to a child. Right. Well, like, it's... Like, if you're 24, if you're 12, you might come out of your door and be like, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore. Right. Like, something is weird. But, like, if you're 24, I don't know about you, but me right. personally, right. I would come out and be like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Like, yeah. I'm, don't you come near me? I'll yeah. kill all you motherfuckers. There'd be a lot of yeah, there'd be a lot of questions. And then, like, I'm finding a bar. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, like, like uh, <laughs> Especially considering you've never been south of 125th. Yeah, like, exactly. You're like, yo, I'm not talking to anyone. Yeah. Like, yeah, my house landed on this, this bitch, but I don't care. Like, I can't. No. Nothing to do with me. I'm not going to take her shoes because that's bad luck. Okay, you don't take a dead man's shoes. That's, That's a great point. You don't take it that man. No, I, I think you're right. Like, taking the journey... It's with, a kid's journey. With a child. Yeah. It, it works. Yeah. Like, she's... The wonder. And, like, you would... Like, if you're a kid... I see my... Like, my nephew's three. I see him wander around my basement. 
And my basement is like, he's like, what's that? He's like, so, like, right. what's going on? Right. You would do that when you're a kid. When you're 24 years old, you're like, where's my wallet? Right. You know, like, it's, you're much more cynical about the world around you. Even though she's not, you would be. Right. Especially if you grew up in Harlem. Like, 100%. you've like, seen some shit, man. Like, yeah, there, I feel like you'd be sitting down talking to the uh, the good witch a little bit more and be like, okay, hold up. Yeah, you hold gotta, up. You gotta explain all Tie now. <laughs> all this. Yeah, you gotta explain this. Who the fuck is the uh, who's Oz? Yeah, yeah. Yoda? You're talking to me about Yoda? The great and powerful. Yoda, who doesn't exist yet in the world? No, I mean, look, ex excellent point, man. Like, um, just that feeling of being away from home is even more like it's a like hopeless situation when you're a kid. Yeah. You know, like, how the hell am I going to get back? Yeah. I'm like, there's no shot. In that case, you're like, well, you're 24. Right. Like, you could get a job here. Right. Like, I don't know Plus, what you're going to do. You think that Aaron Ross would be like, yo, you guys got a pay phone somewhere? Yeah, like, someone, you know? someone's got a quarter, like a phone. <laughs> Is there a train? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I obviously, like, I greatly prefer the setup. In yeah, because it's, it's so much more, like, when I say the term, I, I mean it, like, in the actual, like, way it's meant to it's so wonderful yeah like it's like oh full of wonder like yeah. it's oh whoa oh. whereas like you know, you'd be like what is going on you need to show me a map right now yeah and like i can't and just that advantage of like when we brought it up the advantage of when she gets to oz that that switch that quite literally gets flipped yeah the color change. the color change. and it's like Okay, we had this black and white thing, and now it's the most vibrant thing. Yeah. And especially when I was a kid, like, at the time, um, obviously there was, like, other films and stuff, but, like, yeah. that effect of going from black and white to color really captured me, and, like, it captured a lot of movie Oh, movies. you imagine, like, when you were a kid? Like, if you were, like, growing up in that mm -hmm. era when you never saw color on television, you're like, what? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's gotta that's be amazing. Some, that's some mind-blowing shit. Yeah. That's up there with, like, the train coming. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Whoa! <laughs> People were so stupid back then. <laughs> they really were. Oh. But, you know, the, um, that setup, I think, um, really makes sense in the original film. And I think where this remake tries to kind of get it in is with some of these cameos. Yeah. That we're talking about, like, the star power is more of the show than just, Yeah, like, it is. The set pieces. Yeah. Well, the set pieces are actually really good in both. I yeah, think. the set pieces. But I... There's something about me that likes that set piece. Like, you could clearly tell that all of it's fake. Yes. But I kind of like it. it. In both. I, it, yeah, in both, for sure. I like it. It's like... And I like, like I, why should it look real? Like, I, I do like that they, like, incorporate New York into the yeah. Oz in, in the remake. Like, that part's really cool. But, um, yeah, no, all those, like, those painted backgrounds and, you know, the soundstage type yeah. stuff. Like, I still think it's so obviously fake, like you're saying, but, like... It just works. It looks yeah. really good even today. Like it just the scope feels like not real. But like you can feel like this is its own unique place, even though yeah. like, you're just looking at a painting of yeah. some random shit. It's like oh, like it's I don't know. It's pretty cool. I thought it was neat. Like mm -hmm. even though it's like cheesy, I like the cheese. Yeah, you know, like of that. But like the like the yellow brick. In the remake, being sort of like that superimposed, yeah, like yellow, like it's clearly just painted on the yeah, wall, yeah. like it's it's just a head, like it's it might as well be a cartoon, totally. But that's what I think is cool about it, like it adds, it's almost like you're living in a cartoon, like there's some really cool designs throughout the film. I think um, 
like when they get to the Emerald City and like one of the characters is like a cam a walking camera. Oh yeah. You know, that looks good. Like the graffiti when they're in the subway. Yeah, I like that too. And shit's moving around, like all that stuff. I think that that film really held up and that and it felt more like um we talked about the Broadway production. It feels like a, a Broadway. It definitely does. A hundred percent. The way does. the set design is. Yeah. I think it works really well. Yeah, it does it does it it feels like a Broadway production. It's it kind of you know, like, the the only thing about that in The Wiz mm -hmm. is that because in The Wizard of Oz, there's no time. Right. If you ask me now, Kansas still looks like that. Right. You know, right. like, it's not, right. like, it looks like that. I know fucking Harlem doesn't look like that. Right. And so you get to, like, you in you put in all those, like, 1970s Oz thing, like, New yeah. York in Oz things, like, yeah, like... New York was a kind of a shithole in the right. 70s. Like, it was not a good place to be. Like, you were, you were getting robbed in Times oh, all Square, the, all the, uh, no matter what. And then, so it's like, it really kind of takes you out of it, too. And, like, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, it's not really a magical place, I would say <laughs> that. <laughs> like, yeah, you get that, um, you get that fluctuation. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, you know, we, we talked about sort of our Dorothy's and major differences really being yes. age, which I think you're right that like that one huge element is really there in the original. Um, the remake is just like, alright, who's this lady? Yeah. Um, but Especially like she's a fully educated like she has a master's degree. <laughs> she has <laughs> Right. She's not a stupid person. She's not a child. Not that I'm saying Dorothy's stupid, but Yeah. And you know, Judy Garland door. In, in some ways, what's happening with Judy Garland's character is the realization that the world it can be a, a cruel place. That, yeah. Like, uh, Myra Gulch may take your dog to get destroyed by yeah. the sheriff because uh, she, I don't yeah. know, she owns half the town. Apparently, yeah. You know, like old bitches. That was the original Karen, bro. Yeah, she really was the original. She Karen. Came by through your dog in a fucking picnic yeah. basket. I want to speak to the manager. She really did. This dog bit me. I want it dead. Yeah. Okay. God, Shut she, her up. She really. Yo. Yeah. Still to this day, I'm like, yo. She yo. Threw, threw me off. Not only that, but she she's so like that person exists. Mm -hmm. That person exists. Hundred percent. Like in every generation since that person exists. Hundred percent. Oh 100%. man. But kind of kind of moving into some other characters. Uh, yes. In uh, the original film. 39 film, we have, on the other hand, Dorothy did kill her sister, okay? Yeah, it's like, true, it's true. In that, in Oz. It's, it's, a, it's a reasonable beef. Yeah, the uh, Gulch herself, when she was, I mean, she's just a fucking terrible person. Yeah. But. <laughs> in in uh, the Dirt Witch. She was a good witch. Yeah, she's got, she's got points. She was, she was fired. Yeah. Um, in the 39 film, we have Ray Bolger, who played Hunk, who's like, Ray Bolger. You know who Ray Bolger's looking out for? Ray Bolger! That's what the Simpsons got. <laughs> That's who he's looking out for. Hunk, who yeah. also is the Scarecrow. Try to bag a hay. Now that's getting personal, Lion. Yes. Get so again, there's that element of like when they're, um, when they're in the black and white time in Kansas and stuff like that, Hunk is like a farmhand yeah. who's kind of, not that bright, no. you know? Um, not. 
And that's have a braid. That's his thing, and like it's cool. Yeah, like I only had a braid. You get that foreshadow. Yeah. Which we don't get in the seventy. No. Seventy uh, <clears throat> eight film. Michael Jackson doesn't show up until there's a Reese's peanut butter cup on his nose. That's true. Michael Jackson shows up as the scarecrow. You mean all this time the only thing standing between hanging up there and living it up down here were those crows? So you get this whole like almost like Dumbo-esque like Jim Crows basically yes. uh, who sing the song You Can't Win with Michael Jackson. And like I like his Scarecrow a lot because he is actually smart. Yeah. Like, um, he quotes Confucius and stuff like that at times. Yeah. And, um, you know, the only reason he thinks he's dumb is because he's being told. Yeah. He's dumb. You know, Ray Bones is just like, oh, I guess, like, I Ray guess I'm, like, stupid. I'm, I'm stupid. But, like, Michael Jackson is in this tragic situation where, like, he's being bullied by these crows who are telling him he ain't shit when, the whole time. I mean, he's clearly uh, a thoughtful person. Yeah. This is a metaphor for black on black crime. I think so. I think, it's I think a... so. I also think that like the music, like you said, the champions here, the music starts getting good. Oh, it starts getting. This is when it starts it's, getting it's, fucking it's good. Like, yeah. In that, like, like if I only had a brain, is that? And you know what? That song, that song wasn't supposed to be for him. It was. Supposed uh, to, I think that was supposed to be like the Munchkin singing it or something oh, like really? that. And then he was like, or it was cut out of the play. And then mm -hmm. they were like, well, we have Michael Jackson. Right. <laughs> like he's right. singing the goddamn song. We're gonna have him sing the song. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, um, if I only had a brain, that's eh, a good song, you know, gets the job done, but, like, the whole set piece of You Can't Win, yeah, Michael Jackson, like, coming down, like, dancing and shit, like, like you said, it, it's incredible. Yeah, it's out, of, it's out of control good, and he, the only thing I will say for Ray Bolger, I mean, listen, there's not going to be a comparison right. to, to, like, dancing like Michael Jackson. You're not going to, it's impossible, yeah. except... Unless you're James Brown. Right. That's the only comparison right. that anyone could ever make. But, like, Ray Boulder's dancing is so good. It's really good. It's so, because he's dancing like a scarecrow. It, like, like, he's, like, doing the fucking, like, like that is what that film gets really, really good. Like, the original, yeah. like, you're right. I was like, I, walk, I looked at that guy, I'm like, that's a scarecrow. Yeah, it's a scarecrow. That's and, scarecrow. like, the way he moves, like, he's very, like, cartoonish. In the yeah. way. Like, the whole thing is so cartoonish and, like, good. It's almost like it reminds me of, like... How hard it is to look that effortless. Yes. You know, like, have you ever seen Singing in the Rain? Sure. Like, when he does the, like, make him laugh, that thing, he's, like, walking on his knees. That is, yeah. by Donald O'Connor, it's, like, the most phenomenal thing. Like, those, I think of it in the same vein of, like, yeah. him, like, coming back and, like, walking forward. The way they, they do the whole thing, point. it's out of, it's amazing. That's a great point. Like Singing yeah. in the Rain, just, like, all the different sequences in that that song, where, like, he's hanging off, like, the lamp. Yeah. Uh, the, the street yeah, the street like, yeah. like that. That's such an iconic scene. Oh, but, but no, like Ray Ray holds his own in terms, like you're saying, his his personification of the scarecrow. Because I'll give him credit, like he's playing Hunk, who's yeah, a uh, human, um, and then he gets this opportunity to play someone Hunk-like. Is Hunk a nickname? Yeah, I think it's definitely a nickname. That's, I hope so. I, I really his parents so. could have been that lazy. They, he's like, look at this Hunk of baby. There's a baby. There's a baby. I like taters. <laughs> but, you know, as, as good as uh, Ray Bolger is, I mean, obviously, Michael Jackson. And You Can't yeah. Win is a fun song. Yeah. But Ease On Down the Road is, in my opinion, like, when I think of The Wiz, that's like yeah, a song that comes to mind. Yeah, that's So, like, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, like, Dorothy has that. 
and this is what you're talking about, like that star power, yeah. as good as Diana Ross is, like the songs that are memorable in this film happen to be Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael Jackson with Diana Ross yeah. so, yeah. as yeah. your backup. Because mm. yeah. like it's really not gonna you're not gonna admit it, like done by Barry Gordy yeah. and fucking and Quincy Jones like producing it's like it's gonna be good. Yeah, because you know the equivalent obviously Follow the Yellow Brick Road. Classic song, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's simple. It's like a. Ch that, again, though, like it. It all comes back to like a much. The Wiz is just a mature movie. Mm -hmm. Like it's a much more. Like, follow the Olympic road. Follow like that's a kid song. Right. The whole thing is a kid song. Like somewhere over the rainbow is not a kid song. Right. But like like ding dong, the witch is dead. Mm -hmm. Like kids would love that song. Leave it's, your present. They love it. No, the little kicks. <laughs> Man, they said little people back. Yeah, they <laughs> did they? But they fucking gave him a job. That's true. Although the dog made more than they did. Wow. Like by a lot too. Whoa. Well, yeah, that's Toto though. Yeah, that's, that's Toto. It's classic. Did his own stunts. Did his own stunts. <laughs> that I we have I'll get into that. Those labor laws later. Mm. As soon as we bring out someone else. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but even even Michael Jackson, obviously being Michael Michael Jackson, like his his uh, scarecrow dancing is yeah very good. No, it's very I good. Mean, it's, of course it is. It's just <laughs> what else was he gonna be? Michael Jackson. Like he's never gonna like be like he really wasn't giving it. Right. Like now what what a get you know just yeah. getting Michael Jackson. Michael like, Jackson. So good. He's so good. Yeah, I mean that's literally all I gotta say about Michael. Yeah, Jackson. you know he's a fucking godson. You know it's like I bad respect to Ray for what he did, but uh, whatever, dude. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Your time is over, Ray. It's over. So, uh, going on to some other characters that Dorothy meets along the way. In the 39 film, we've got uh, Jack Haley. Yep. Who plays Hickory in the past, and he's also the Tin Man. My, 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 my goodness, I can talk again. Oh, oh my. Hickory is the best name in the world. That it's, it's, it's a solid. Hickory. And, yeah, he plays the Tin Man. And um, <clears throat> remake Nipsey Russell. Nipsey Russell. Looks my razor sharp wit and my irresistible attraction to the wrong women. Also, a great name, Nipsey. That sounds like such a like a 1920s baseball player. Like Nipsey Russell to the plate. <laughs> Nipsey Russells coming to the plate. Yeah, as they throw peanuts at him because black people aren't allowed to play in this league. Now, the wait. I'm trying to remember the. Uh, so this is this is what I was going to talk about. Tin Man, so like the whole oil can thing. Yeah, with the oil can. I have a great picture on my phone of uh, it's Dorothy and the Scarecrow oiling up a Terminator instead of the Tin Man. <laughs> That's really. <laughs> but uh, which I kept thinking about the just the Tin Man being a Terminator. Um, they're speaking of child uh, well, labor laws in general. Mm -hmm. There was a different person cast. And film like two thirds of the movie. Okay. Uh, as the Tin Man, and uh, had to um, be hospitalized because he was. They were using real um, tin okay. and lead paint uh, to paint Jesus. the paint everything. It was an inhaling it. Oh, and he had like tin and aluminum and <laughs> all kinds of lead in his lungs. That's not. And weird. went to the doctor and was like. Literally, like, sick for years. And then 
while he was in the hospital, they were like, okay, you're going to get out and be on set? And he's like, I can't. I'm yeah. Gonna, like, and they said, okay, you're fired, and you owe us the money. And never got paid for to be in the wow. movie. And then they recast that guy. So they gave him lead poisoning. Lead poisoning. And because they used real fucking... That's a mess. Talk about a different world. And people were like, oh, I do my own stunts. That motherfucker. Yeah, no, I didn't get anything. Got kicked off. And then, like, blackballed throughout Hollywood, too, because wow. this fucking sissy. <laughs> wow. Like, I'm trying to re remember if I only had a heart. I feel like that that song's real scuff. Like, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's not. It's nothing to write home. It's one of the weaker ones, because, like, yeah, it's like, okay. Let's if I only had a brain, words. got that yeah. in my head and got it down. Yeah. The heart thing, I don't really recall. No. Like, you know, good tin man dancing. Yeah. You know? I mean. It's a real squeaky shit like that. So, so the, what does the Tin Man do? They just, they're like woodsmen that just top chop shit down? Yeah, yeah. In, uh, in that uh, gold... Uh, that axe never came into play, too. That's like, no, I know. It was like the reverse Chekhov gun. It's really, really it's like you're, you're introducing this axe. It's not gonna, you're not going to kill someone with this fucking axe. These goddamn flying monkeys are everywhere. Would have been helpful. Yo, how great would that be? If we fucking made this movie, bro, <sighs> we got him like, ah! Fucking chopping down flying monkeys. Yeah. You know a wing's coming off, and we're eating that, mm -hmm. right? No question. Yeah, buffalo sauce and shit on it. Now, Nipsey, uh, Nipsey Russell, I I like how kind of like debaucherous his tongue oh, yeah. is. You know, he's yeah. like, yeah, that's my old lady over there, yeah. and uh, I'm just going to slide out of here. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> just a lot of a lot of character. Oh yeah, I like that too. Like one, he's know? he's the most New York character. Yes, he is. He really is. He, no question about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, like his songs are. Uh, if I could feel, because like yeah, like he's so heartless. He's like, I just do all this bad shit, and I, I just don't. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's like I'm just a real piece I of just, shit. I'm just gonna walk you right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna ditch my old lady. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's, you know, it wasn't uh, not the best message to send. No, it wasn't the best no. message, but it was really fun. And it was fun. I agree. And I think that this particular set piece, um, with the old amusement park and yeah, him being kind of like everyone in there, like the the New York vibe of everybody, um, minus Michael Jackson. Yeah. Just everyone's kind of like a little scammy. Yeah, uh, every, yeah. It's everyone's. You can definitely tell. Like it's the again the New York of like I'm gonna rob you. Yeah. Like like I'm gonna or I'm gonna try and get over on you yeah. somehow. Yeah, it's yeah. not like hey, come to the, come on into the Disney store. Right. Like it's none of that shit. Like you people don't know what New York was like. It was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> like it was. It, it's like honestly, if uh, yeah, it was kind of fun. <laughs> like you were saying, if we made this film like. The entire film would just be like, I watch the cars. Like yeah, I mean. yeah. Oh, dude. If we, <laughs> Dorothy, also, there would be slippers by the end of the movie. And all, oh, they definitely <laughs> Or they'd be like, pawn slippers. They'd have pawn the slippers. But they, uh, also, those slippers were much more like the book. Yes. Too, yeah. the, her slippers. The, and, uh, the silver slippers. The silver slippers. The, in the book, they're silver. They're not ruby. So, but they wanted Technicolor, so they became ruby. Right. Um, but they had, uh, also, if. In that amusement park, you better believe the warriors are showing up. Oh, if we yeah. were making this movie. <laughs> the war. Kring, kring, kring. Yeah. I mean, that was, um. That was just fun. And then, like, he got two songs. He got the, uh, If I Only Had a Heart 
or I mean, um, if I could feel. Yeah. Then he had slides and wool. Yeah. Which was another fun. Yeah, they're all thing. great. They're so much better. Yeah. It's those. It's so much fun. Once once they get their footing, yeah. Um, which I think happens, like you said, the champ is here. Once Michael Jackson comes in the, yeah. into the film, the song quality is. It's uh, more like as soon as he film. shows up, like no, we're gonna be okay. Which is exactly how he. Um, oh, he see. Toto. Little Toto. 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 <laughs> Which is exactly how, uh, I guess, he manipulated his wife <laughs> doing a lot of things, but that's that's not for me to that's decide. A, that's a legend. You no, know, that's another conversation. That's not for me. But everything's going to be okay when Michael's here. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, moving forward, because I think, like, getting the full cast yes. um, of the, the Dorothy crew. Then we move on to the Cowardly Lion. The Cowardly Lion, who, in 1939... Uh, 1939 is Brett Lahr, who uh, was Zeke in um, <clears throat> the old time in Kansas, and also is the Cowley Lion. Huh? Afraid, huh? <laughs> How long can you stay fresh in that can? <laughs> Come on, get up and fight, you shivering junkyard. In the remake, we got Ted Ross. Who plays the Cowley Lion and also Fleetwood Coop DeVille. Yeah, he's also the guy that was in, he was actually in The Wiz on Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tony Award winner. I think, like, uh, similar energy from both, both yeah, characters. Yeah, like, oh, oh, I got it too. Yeah, he. See that the one I'll see once you say that mm -hmm. it's like I got to give credit to the uh, to Bert yeah I do. because it's like he invented it yeah you he, know like he, he's this like uh, regal not quite but like you know this like proper yeah lion who you know is trying Ooh, yeah um, exactly who's trying to like uh, show strength yeah right? but you know it's all bluster and shit like that yeah it's all. I think Ted Ross like really leans into it. Like yeah. I mean, he's he's very good at it. But yeah, uh, Brett or Bert. Bert, Bert, yeah. Yeah, Bert Lair, his um it's just such a fucking iconic character. Yeah, it is with the curls and everything. Just really, yeah, uh, and the bow bows and shit. And also the uh he was also uh one of America's first spokesmen. Yeah. Yeah, for uh, Lay's potato chips. Yeah, that's great. That he and also, uh, apparently, a bastard to his children. Yeah. Like, he used to beat the shit out of them. Right, and was not an enjoyable man to be around. Mm -hmm. But, good-ass line, though. Good-ass line. <laughs> he was not cowardly to them. No, he was not. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Like, um, again, you know, similar portrayals, but going back to this sort of New York-y veneer of the Wiz, like, when, um, when the Cowley line gets so in the original film like when they kind of get off uh their journey because like the wicked witch like yeah traps them in a poppy field not this film which by the way did not realize until much later in my life oh they're drugged from yeah. heroin yeah heroin out you know? yeah and the only thing that saved them was cocaine yeah sweet 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 <laughs> sweet cocaine <laughs> yep that's like a, it does in real life kids that's the allegory that i'm selling now that's exactly what it is Hey, if you're down on heroin, just have some coke and perk right up. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, again, speaking about how this film is not about, like, a child's journey, in the remake, like, instead of a poppy field, it's prostitutes. Love it. 
Just love like, it. Just why would why, why would it, why, why not? I know. I love it. Why not? I love it. I think it's great. Why not? You know, they take them to the red light district of, of uh, yes, Oz. Yes, Oz. It'd be, you know, it'd be really crazy though. Like yeah. if they really had the fingers on the pulse of the community of Harlem of the time, like it would be crack. Yeah. But then they wouldn't be falling asleep anywhere. That's true. They would be. They would have got to Oz in four minutes. <laughs> the, move, the movie would have been over. Would have been a real short film. Yeah. They would have robbed the, the great wizard. I really liked. Um, well, hold up. What's I'm trying to remember the Caroline song off the top. Oh, finally had the nerve. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's a pretty good song. Yeah, it's very. Again, it's like a childlike song, you mm -hmm. know, like, and he plays it so much more like a a kid's. Uh, yeah. Like, where's the the line in that in this other one? Like, it's a little. He's almost like a pimp. You know? Yeah, he's he like, really is. He really is. He's a mean old line. Yeah, that's his, that's his song. I'm a mean old line. I really liked. Um, Except he's when, like, the lion in the remake shows his courage when they're in, like, the subway and they have, like, walking uh, subway like, pillars or whatever yeah. like that. Like, I felt like that that was a fun sequence. Yeah, Kind of going through the subway. And, that will fucking trip me out later in yeah, life. Yeah. Like, I know it will. Like, if I know someday it's going to be an acid flashback and that's showing up. Mm -hmm. That's fucking... Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the... Bert, he also gets an opportunity to kind of like show some courage and stuff like that, but yeah, it's just more fleshed out and more adult. Yeah, in the Wiz, like absolutely, that's kind of what it has going for it. But um, the original, like, once you hit like the first one, like, because like again, trying to remember it, because and I've seen it hundreds of times. Um, if I only had a brain, I remember that really well. Yeah. I remember The other two, yeah, I get lost in it. And I remember like, you're out of the woods, you're out of the woods. I remember like all the other stuff. Like, we rap the song. Yeah, I just think that star power, again, going back to The Wiz, is what is kind of propelling this film versus yeah. the original, like, the story and um, Dorothy's journey Yeah, are what's very relevant. And in the remake, they're like, okay, look at this colorful cast. Yeah. We're going to have them in all these different situations with all these different songs. And that's, like, their strength. So, like, their songs are much more memorable. And, like, again, the set pieces are really strong. But, again, that's because it's for, like, Broadway. Yeah. Really. Um, Agreed. But, yeah, I just I just do, like you said, I love the fact that he's a pimp. Yeah, I love I the fact that they, they get distracted by hoes. Like, yeah, that's... that's, that's it's like... But at the same time, you're also like, why is Diana Ross distracted by, like, by prostitutes? She, she really needs to get yeah. to below 125. I guess. <laughs> like, she's... And that, that's the other thing, too. Like, if you're going to make her a New Yorker, make her a New Yorker. Yeah. Like, she shouldn't be... She Like you said earlier in the film, like, I got a lot of questions. I'm at the bar. Yeah. Like, like, she shouldn't be falling for scams. No. At all. At all. At all. Like, don't, and, don't kid yourself, there's plenty of scams going on in Harlem. It's not like she lived in this sheltered right. neighborhood. Right. No. No, 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 no. Crack is about to show up. Yes, there. it is. And it's, ooh, and it's boy, it's gonna ravage shit. <laughs> Alpo is going to be king soon. Alpo. So, I mean, I, I feel like that's, um, 
that, that that's yeah, all of yeah that's the crew that's the crew right yeah. you know we we've gone over the the wicked witch you know who we'll talk about more yeah um at this point we're finally making our way to the emerald city which again in both films i think what they do with the emerald city is really good um oh oh we oh like the emerald city in the original felt Really fantastic again. That wonder yeah. word comes out to me like the that just the shift from everything else you've seen to this like city is really amazing. Um, in the remake, I found again the sort of the stage production, really yeah, good. like this almost like soul train thing they're yes. doing with the cameras. And it's a little cheesy, but like the color changes, and like now the color is yeah. red, yeah. <laughs> and like it. It's really fun, but I do think that the Emerald City in the original is more impressive in terms of... Oh, yeah. It's, but also, it's... I mean, at the end of the day, like, Emerald, the Emerald City in the Wiz is New York still. Yeah. It's New York. Like, <laughs> it's, that's, that's, it's red New York. That's the thing like, about the yeah, Wiz. Like, so it's like, okay. And not, not that New York's not a great place, but it's like a very real place. Yes. Like, Emerald City is like... I don't know what the are those skyscrapers like what it's like what are those things like I got questions yeah it's like these big green stone buildings that are like enormous and they're not like anything of this earth like so totally so it's again it's like the wonderment of that and then the it's just beyond unique so it's absolutely yeah and just to get these characters in um, we didn't talk about it too much but uh, would kind of help start the journey in both films. In the original film... Auntie M? Well, Auntie M, but I was going to say Billy Burke, who plays Glinda. Oh. The, uh... The Good Witch? The Good Witch. That was her sister, the Wicked Witch of the East. This is the Wicked Witch of the West. She's worse than the other one was. In the 39 film. Huh. And in the remake, yeah, Lena Horne, another star. Lena Horne is so fucking hot, yeah. by the way. Yeah, she really is. Um... Who plays Glenda the Good Witch of the South? We know ourselves. We're always home. Anywhere. Yes. And um in the remake. So again, just to get those characters in, but really the next person we should really talk about is um the the wiz, the wizard the himself. The wizard himself. So I wanna preface this. Mm -hmm. This because I'll I assume we're gonna talk about the nineteen thirty nine one. The guy that plays um, the wizard. What's his name again? I can't remember. Uh, Frank Morgan. Frank Morgan. Who plays Professor Marvel. Yeah. Also the Wizard of Oz. So. I am Oz, the great and powerful. Who are you? But then he also, he's also the guy at the door. He's the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper. So, this is my, this is a question. Okay. okay. Is that supposed to be a different character or is that the wisdom the wizard I, himself i've always interpreted that as a different character really personally see i thought it was the wizard hmm. he's kind of like hands-on like yeah fucking like bruce wayne and like the original batman like because right. i bought in japan right <laughs> like the, that's, that's interesting like i kind of thought he was like scoping them out before he actually had to meet them. Yeah. Now, keep in mind that when I thought about this, I was a child. Yeah. So I, didn't like, even... I honestly never put the two together. Yeah. No, me neither. Until actually, until actually this moment right now. Yeah. Um, shows you how much research I did today. Uh, 
No, I can see that though, because I I do actually think that given this like scammer mentality, yeah, and, like looking at like um, uh, Professor Marvel or whatever he was calling himself in Kansas, yeah, um, it would kind of make sense that he's like running this whole scammy, yeah, operation. Well, like, he is a scam. He's well, full of shit. He's completely, yeah, full he's of shit. completely. He's not a wizard. He's, he's not, not at all. Wizard. At all. He's, he's certainly not a wizard. He's not even a good like magician. Well, to, before we get too deep into him, we'll also bring up uh, Richard Pryor, who Perfect. plays Herman Smith, aka the Wiz. Perfect. Okay, so let's talk about our different scammers. Um, my, my man Frank Morgan. So you're right. So you talk about the gold standard, this the, motherfucker. The gold standard himself. The illusion of money. That we're still living on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, actually, I'm glad you're talking about that. There's a couple of things to talk about that gold standard thing um, that gets lost a little bit in translation. Like you mentioned, the ruby slippers. Yeah. We're supposed to be silver. Yes. Um, at the time, uh, the United States basically had two different currencies. Uh, we had a, a bimetal currency. So the silver yes. was a currency, gold was a currency. And politicians were trying to kind of get us off of silver and onto a gold standard. And this book, The Wizard of Oz, could be an allegory about that. Yes. Which is why the yellow brick road in the book, uh, which is supposed to represent gold, is actually has, it's kind of fucked up. There's like a bunch of like potholes. And yep. It's all messed up and dilapidated. Um, the silver shoes, like when the witch is like, give me the silver slippers. Um, and the good witch is like, don't give that up. It clearly must be powerful if yeah. she wants this. Basically saying that like farmers and like regular folk should keep their silver because clearly bankers, um, which the Wicked Witch was representing. She's uh, green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Green. The Emerald City. Another Emerald one. City. Another money reference. Um, fake Wizard. Fake Wizard. Oz, which ounce, which is what you would weigh metals with yeah. at the time. Um, OZ, yes. The Scarecrow is supposed to represent like farmers. Yeah. The Tin Man is supposed to represent factory workers. And then, um, uh, forget the, uh, the politician. It might be William Bryan Jennings or something like that. But like the, the Cowley line is actually supposed to represent a, a real life political figure. Teddy Roosevelt. Not that one. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but basically there was a guy who was called the Cowley line because he didn't want to go to war with like Mexico or Spain yeah. or something like that. But, um, so not Teddy Roosevelt. But yeah, a lot of this apparently is supposed to be an allegory about how like the um, the economy uh, with different different currencies and stuff like that. Like uh, the idea that the gold standard they thought was a foolish endeavor and stuff like that. So you know you can look into that yourself. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, it screwed us. It screwed, it screwed us. Forever. You want to talk about inflation? Yeah. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. They had it right in the 1900s. So yeah, you know, exactly. They figured it out then. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's also some reference. Potentially there's a political speech, a famous one called uh, The Cross of Gold. Oh. About currency. And it's like one of the most famous political speeches. But, yeah. And it was represented in uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade mm -hmm. in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you want to look up the, uh, how the Wizard of Oz may be about um, the gold standard and fiat currencies, look that up. 
or get super high and watch um, people sync up the Wizard of Oz to Pink Floyd's uh, Dark Side of the Moon. So they, they What's said, more impressive? Figuring out that it was a goaltender allegory? Yeah, or the Pink or that. Floyd thing? Because I don't think it's supposed to be. It just so happens to work. I think. I think, I think right. it's a coincidence. Mm -hmm. How many p times did someone fucking do that? Yeah. I like, oh. Uh, like I've done that on like a small scale. Like you know, your brain will make connections. Like I'll play a song while I'm watching something. Like oh shit, this kind of works. Yeah. But how high are you? Like when you're doing that? Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. like oh man. Like how how are you simultaneously like jamming out to Dark Side of the Moon, and like you know I'm gonna start. The Wizard of Oz. At the same time. <laughs> and it works perfectly from the lion to... Yeah. It's great. It's absurd. Like, the whole thing is... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like that cheesy thing where it's like, it kind of works. It's like, it no, works perfectly. Like, it works. Like, there's, like, the... To bring this down to, like, the Emily Dickinson way, like, mm -hmm. you could do every one of her poems to the theme of Gilligan's Island. Wow. Or Amazing Grace. <laughs> Every every one of them because that's the way she wrote them like in those bits because she was she because it goes with Amazing Grace and whoever wrote yeah, Gil, yeah tour. Tour. sorry yeah <laughs> and it's it's the same beats yeah because because it's she wrote it to sound like Amazing Grace like to that theme interesting and um so but the dark side of the moon is just a freak fucking yeah that's weird but you know that's also. Again, part of why Wizard of Oz is enduring like this yes. is that there are all these these allegories of the gold standard. There's the Pink Floyd thing. There's the Technicolor. Yeah. There's the Judy Garland's tragic life. Um, there's the the Munchkin who killed himself. Yeah. Wow. Did, did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, you never heard that? So there was a um, the theory is that when they're uh, seeing the "You're out of the woods, you're out of the woods," then they're they're walking towards. Song, by the way. You could see in the back. Like one of the Munchkin actors, mm -hmm. he goes, he climbs up, and tries to like hang himself, and he like falls down, yeah. and then he climbs back up, and then he kills himself, hangs yeah. himself yeah. in the background. Like you could see him swinging. Wow! And they they say that it was a bird. Okay. Like one of the bird pieces, like things that were like as a bird. It doesn't fucking look like a bird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I think that, and then now it's kind of like cut out of it. Yeah. But. It's, I don't know, it kind of looks like it got killed. I, <laughs> like, I don't know. I like, I, yeah, it's, it doesn't, it's, I don't know. They, they since debunked it saying no, but I could also see them not uh, telling you the truth on that yeah. one. That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't know well, if I necessarily believe it, but it kind of looks like a guy killed himself. Totally. Now, Frank Morgan, um, as our, our wizard of Oz. Like, yes. First of all, I think he's perfect. Yes. Like, um, well, that's a horse of a different color. Come on in. Just the him fucking with the, the bells and whistles. Yeah. Like, no, don't mind that man behind yeah. the curtain. No, 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 don't go near. There was a, <laughs> it's also the guy. So this is a fun tidbit that uh, uh, that his his jacket that he's wearing. Yeah. It they got it from. For the movie, from a second-hand store, okay. to, and then he put it on, and he was looking through it, and it the sh inside it was like uh, it was embroidered uh, F L bomb, uh, L L Frank bomb. Yeah, it was actually L Frank bomb's jacket, wow. and they didn't get it specifically for it. They just happened to get it. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. See, it's a magical yes, film, man. Exactly. 
But he's great. He's and amazing. He does a great job of like being full of shit, mm -hmm. confidently full of shit. Yep. Whereas like Richard Pryor is like panicking full of shit. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. The Richard Pryor. I love Richard. Backstory Pryor. is just so funny. Like yeah. This Herman Smith, or whatever, is like he's a failed politician. Yeah. It's <laughs> like well, you know. <laughs> What are you going to do? <laughs> he basically just, just took off. It was like, I could rule these people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it's, a fun, it's a fun character. Right? Yeah, he's great. Richard Pryor. I wish um, I gave him a little bit more to do. I know, me too. Yeah. So, like, I wish they got to him earlier, or he was just there. Yeah, yeah. The whole time. Because he's, he's just too funny. He's too good. He's so good. Um, but he's, like, he's also, like, uh... The, the Oz in the 1939 one, he's just, it's so weird, like, because he's so full of shit. Yeah. But it's also, like, I don't know, like, it's, like, comforting. Yeah, no, like he's no. He's good at, you can see why he's the wizard. Right, right. Like, whereas, like, Richard Pryor, you're kind of like, how did anyone believe this? Like, even, like, his villain turn, because he, he's, he's not also, really a villain. He's not really a villain, but he's also not, like, this, he's just not omnipotent. Yeah. Like, um, when he, he's kind of shitty, he's, like, not going to help them. And, like, his turn feels like, like I said, it is comforting. It's like, yeah. ah, my bad guy. You yeah. Know? <laughs> old Gil over here. You yeah, know? old Gil. <laughs> and it gives him the the heart with, the, yeah. like, the brain. Uh, here's and the, a diploma. Here's a diploma. Um, apparently, again, in the gold standard allegory, he was supposed to represent politicians as well, generally. Because, uh, of course, a politician would prompt you a bunch of shit that you already had. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty pretty funny. Um, we'll make America great again. Well, how? Yeah. Oof. What? Yeah, don't think too hard about that. Yeah. Anyway. But, um, I'm going to like, again, Richard Pryor. It's amazing casting. Obviously, great. It's, it's great. But, again, Frank Morgan just had, I think, between Professor Marvel, which yeah. is already a fun character. Yeah. And then coming He's, back as a whiz. Like, he just had so much more to do. Yeah. I was going to say, who, uh... Okay, no, we don't have to talk about that. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait to ask you this question. Okay. But go ahead. No. no. So, and then Richard Pryor, it's... He was just too good to be wasted on. Yeah. But yeah. I honestly think he was... He was too wasted to be <laughs> that much, to be honest. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Probably. This is the height of Richard Pryor being Richard Pryor. <laughs> good point. Like, he is a fucking gentleman. Good, good point. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think um, I I really do wish I got more of that sort of like bells and whistles. Yeah. Like this is I like I like that way that it, that is with um with the kind of like the uh, steampunk thing yeah. that they got going on there. Yeah. Like I think that's a cool like the old time. It's like of course it would. Like he doesn't yeah. have like engineers Ooh, in fucking yeah. yeah like all that stuff. And then they kill uh, the Wicked Witch. Yep. And uh, by pouring water on her, and she melts. Unless you're a fan of Wicked, and then you know that it was just a scam. Mmm, nice. For her to escape with the Scarecrow. Good shit, good um, shit. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. And basically <clears throat> the same thing in The Wiz. I think, um, so going back to the Wicked Witch, you know, who... Uh, we already talked about a bit, but this sequence, right? Like when Dorothy gets captured, yeah, 
in the original, like you're saying, a lot of like terrifying things, especially yeah. for a kid. Like the hourglass is like, once this hourglass is up, you're fucking dead, bitch. Yeah. Um, that was creepy. The flying monkeys. The flying monkeys. Fly, my pretties. Super creepy. Just and just like your pretties. She really did. <laughs> and it was just like having them like swarming yeah, around. Yeah, swarming like, around. Like bad, like badass. Even when she thing. like when she appears. Yeah. Like it's terrifying. Like she comes like ah, like comes out of nowhere. It really, it really. It, is. Even in Munchkinland. It really is. I think. Um, <coughs> and then lighting the scarecrow on fire. Yeah. Like oh. Oh, so I love fire, Scarecrow. Yeah, like that was that was such an intense moment where he's like, "Fuck you, I'm lighting yeah. you on fire." And, yeah, like I will say that about the original film, even though it is like a sort of a more child-oriented film. Like this Wicked Witch is wicked. Yeah, she's, she's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm trying to kill you, and, and meant it too. Yeah, and meant it. Fuck this bitch. And was mad when people weren't dying. Yeah, <laughs> versus there was a lot of camp. In the remake with uh, yeah, Mabel King's character like the flying monkeys being like uh, motorcycles. That was I didn't like that. Yeah, like what the huh? Like that's so so terrifying. It's like a yeah. flying monkey. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. with like the spears and shit. Like yeah, that. Like, like like throwing spears at Toto on his. And after like, I was doing like Planet of the Apes. Imagine those things like flying at you and oh, shit. Oh my god! Like no, Jesus Christ. Christ. And they really, they do damage. Like, when they get yeah. a hold of the Scarecrow. Yeah, they rip like, them apart. It's, it's fucked. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just didn't have, because of the way they designed the flying monkeys in the remake, it's just like, you're just kind of supposed to look at them. It's like, oh, it's funny, they're flying because they're, like, fast. Yeah. Motorcycles. But it's like, because that that design, they can't do anything, really. Yeah. So, what's the point? What's the point? It's like, it's, huh? Versus okay. Like, you know it's on when that yeah. that comes on. Still gets me to this day. Yeah, it's... I used to do that every time when I was a bartender. With like yeah. the bar, whenever we were closing up and the, my boss would want to leave. Like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah, so we were obviously going to do some wicked things after we left. Oh, you, but, you know it. You know it. Yeah, but that was... Oh, uh, yeah, I... Yeah, the Wicked Witch, and she—it's so much more cartoonishly it's evil. It's so cartoonish in the remake. But it's—it's it's almost like terrifying the way they do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's. Uh, you mean in, in the original? In the original. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's—it's it's over the top, but it likes deserving. That's, but it, it's in contrast to over the top childhood, mm -hmm. childhood, to childish. My pretty and your little dog. Yeah, too. it's like, like classic. It's like yo, she's gonna kill the dog. She's not fucking around. Yeah. And but again, because of the. The strength of the original, the fact that she kind of made good on that threat as a regular person. Yeah. She's like, I'm taking your dog, I'm getting it destroyed. Like, this is just a continuation of that. Yes. In, um, in this sort of dreamy Oz sequence, and it works really well. Um, when you said cartoonish, I was thinking of the remake, because, like, with whatever they did with, like, the costume design for yeah. the which in, in the remake, I, I didn't love it. No, it's it. not. Like, I thought it was just goofy. It's like the middle part is so good. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, uh, yeah, the, I kind of forgot about it. The, ink, know, gets, like, the ink is really um, yeah. squishy. It's like, it's kind of, it's just kind of by numbers at that point. Versus like, I, I do feel that the original is just consistent yeah. throughout. You know, like, yeah, maybe the songs don't reach the highs yes. that you get in the whiz, but like, 
everything feels like it's it's like it's moving the film along. Yeah. Like I kind of feel like it'd be different on stage. Mm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I wish I could have saw could have yeah, seen yeah. it on stage. And I think that's true. Like um actually one of our retroverse remakes we watched the producers. Yeah. And you know, we were kind of down on the remake, but I was like the problem is this isn't a movie. This yeah, is this more is a play. stage. Yeah, you know? it's a play. And I think the Wiz um cuz it did suffer that at the time it was a commercial and critical failure originally. Yeah. Um, it became a cult classic, but like I think that that needs to be on Broadway. Yeah, I think it has to. Because uh, it may be not with Diana Ross. Yeah, maybe not with Diana Ross. <laughs> as good as she is. Yeah. Because, you know, once the Wicked Witch is dead, kind of, yeah. again, you know, the whole Ding Dong thing. Yeah. Um, in the original film, like, I felt like it was more important when they went to see the wizard. Like, yeah. Because Richard Pryor is like, Okay, we did that. We got the broom. We're going back. Like yeah. the journey felt unique. In the remake, they have this extended like, and it's a, it's a good song. It's actually one of the songs the movie's known for. But like, uh, can you feel like a brand new day? Yeah. And it's like, so are we done? Yeah. Like this feels like we're done. It feels like we're done. You know? Yeah. This sounds like a climax. Yeah. A climax. Which yeah. is not. She's not home yet. No. Yeah. No. Like there's so much left. There's to so do. much left to do. <laughs> So much left to do, and um, it's just really weird that like, okay, we we pulled the fire alarm, or whatever, like we sprayed her with water. Yeah. Like the original, I love the fact that she lights the scarecrow on fire, and that's what does her in. Cause, yeah, like, that's good. I it, like that. It, it's yeah. like that's your fault. Yeah. Um, the remake, she's like trying to boil people and eat dogs and burn it, and, and there's a lot of fucking shit going on. So like, when someone just pulls the the fire. Yeah, sprinkler system. It's like I don't know. Okay, it just feels a little. Felt a little weak. Sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. sloppy. Like it, I don't know. They like they went. The, it's I don't know. It's kind of like she had like so many different modes. Like am I gonna boil? Like all this other yeah. stuff. It's like and then it's just I'm like gonna oh, you, uh, I'm gonna yeah. fuck you up. I'm gonna yeah, you just up. kill them. Yeah, no, totally. Just get them. And then like the brand new day song, like which is great. It's a great song. Great song. Great song. The sequence is a little confusing because yeah. like, the people that were there. The song, know, I don't care. Yeah. yeah, the song's great though. And that's the thing, like, that's what The Wiz does well. It, yeah. The songs, the songs like, are great. The songs are great. The songs are great. But um, that connected tissue of the story yeah. isn't that strong. It's definitely like Return of the King when you're like, yeah. okay, no. Yeah. Oh, we're not done yet? Oh, yeah, we gotta get back to The Wiz. Okay, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, to take a song that good, it, is, it really is. It should have been the ending. That, yeah. It should have been the ending. Like, I don't think you need to do that there. I think you can do that yeah. at the Emerald yeah. City. Yeah. Like, why is okay, we killed the witch. It's like, yo, that was fire. And then, like, I think after everyone gets their stuff, like, here's your your heart, here's your brain, you know. I think you can do the song after that. Yeah. And then, you know, go home. But, like, they just kind of, like, they do this whole large song sequence with all this this crazy like dancing and stuff going on you're like all right well now we gotta walk back yeah and now hey oh you're oh you're an old politician okay cool <laughs> oh the slippers yeah it's like it just didn't feel it's like okay yeah you can go home now yeah i don't know and then like you had the power inside you all along the whole time and again going back to judy garland being a kid when when everyone gets what they want yeah and she doesn't. And there's that sadness. Everyone is feeling that. Yeah. Like, 
oh man, Dorothy, we got everything we yeah. wanted, but you didn't. And again, it's this hopeless feeling of the kid being like, well, I guess I'm stuck here. Yeah. And you're like, well, no, no, you just, you know, click, click them together. Click, click the slippers. Like, when she goes home, she goes to see her family again, who we were introduced to at the yes. beginning. And you, uh, you made a good point, so I should bring her up. Yep. Auntie M, who in, who in the original film, um, Clara Blandick plays Auntie M. Who's been dead for like almost a hundred years. The trouble, and I tried to get back for days and days. There, there, lie quiet now. You just had a bad dream. <laughs> Pretty much. And um, in the uh, remake, Teresa Merritt plays Shelby Gell, a.k.a. Aunt M, in, uh, in the remake. Like, we don't see the family again in the remake. We just, no. like, she just, she's like, oh, I guess I'm back in Harlem. Yeah, I'm back in Harlem. And she starts kind of walking home. Yeah. The sequence, which is still iconic in the original, yeah. was like, and, and you were there. And, and you were there. there. And, and, like, even, like, me as a kid not really being able to follow, like, who was there. It's like, oh, I guess they, yeah. Yeah, this I guess is all in her there. head. That's Meanwhile, kinda, like, in The Wiz, I think she actually went there. Yeah, I think like she. she I, think, I want also. I want it to be known. It's mm -hmm. it's a fucked up ending to the original Wizard of Oz. Yeah, Toto's still gonna die. Mm. That bitch is not yeah, dead. She's, not she's, she's not, not. she's not done. She's going to kill she's Toto. Like she's her. coming back for Toto. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna walk themselves out of that. She. Although I mean, it's like one selling point because I mean, how close do all these people live? To each other, maybe she should avoid going past uh, yeah. uh Gulch's house. Like he was like, I ain't seen the fucking dog. I don't know. Yeah, you I had know. it. You had it last. Time. Yeah, like, I don't know. It was a fucking tornado, bro. But I also think Dorothy's too dumb to pull that. Yeah. At all. Um, maybe she got smart. Maybe, maybe she. Maybe she got wicked smart. Yeah, maybe, maybe she got wicked smart. She well, got maybe fucking. A, maybe fucking Hickory should come by with that axe and be like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, bitch, you touch that dog, I touch you. Yeah. How about yeah. that? Yeah. With the, I mean, people. Like, I'll chop off your goddamn nose. It didn't matter how much money she had. People went missing all the time. Back yeah, back all the time. Oh, they don't give a fuck in Kansas. 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 <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Fucking we've, Kansas. We've you bury been. someone in a cornfield. No one's gonna know. No one's finding you. Yeah, and plus you're like an eighty-year-old bitch. Yeah. Like they don't. They're not gonna miss you. Yeah, they could. Uh, they could throw in the uh, the old pig pen. They won't find yeah, it. Yeah, they'll fucking parts. auction your shit off down at the fucking town square. Mm -hmm. Like, who wants this fucking? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Thank God she's dead. Yeah. I don't know. Just um. Literally, like the Munchkins. Don't like. Thank God she's dead. Ding dong, the witch is dead. What happened to her? I don't know. Yeah. I, Probably Hickory killed her. <laughs> I respect in both films just the fact that. I don't need to know anything about the person. It's just like people are celebrating the deaths yeah. of random people. I love I'm like, all right, that's cool. It's all like right, I guess we don't fuck with that bitch. Yeah. It's like us with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. You're like, good. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I get. I guess. I, <laughs> I just think it's um. I think this is really interesting that this original film is able to like weave this narrative. Like you said, it's not. Complex. No, it's not. But, but it is. Right, but it is. Symbolically complex. Yes, like there's a lot of themes that are being represented in different phases of the film. Yeah. Reinforced and like it all ties back in. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of uh it 
it's a good metaphor for life. Right? Yeah, I mean, you've got to remember where you came from, yep. and you could pretty much, no matter what you're trying to get to, it's not that complicated. Right. Like, you just have to sit there and work, and actually work to do it. Yeah, and, and like, you know, sometimes these things that we think are our weaknesses, they're not. Like, you're yeah. actually, you know, as much as the Scarecrow was dumb, he came up with all the ideas. All those ideas. And the... Tin Man had no heart. He obviously did. He was trying to save them as yeah. much as everyone else. I mean, he had a lot of... Like, what's that What's that old... Uh, I think it's... I can't remember if it's an old uh, Islamic saying, if you want to kill yourself, throw yourself in the ocean and see how fast you'll be struggling to live. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's a great point. No, it's, a, it's one of um, the good... Parables? Yeah. Mm, parables. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes sense. I mean... Um, yeah, it's something like that, but it's... So once like the, it was on the line, it's like, obviously he did care. The cats are coming to join us. Oh, right JB, what up? JB, smooth. Um, so, I, but the same thing, I mean, the same thing's true. The, the, the whiz, except the fact that it's like, you're a fucking adult. Yeah, um, that, that's really what the you problem really should like, know You don't need these lessons. Yeah. And, and I, I do think that because, which again, I, I like the fact that it's like New York scammy, but because everyone's kind of, Again, an adult and kind yeah. of like out for themselves. These lessons don't apply. It doesn't equally, apply. Like, because like you kind of should know this. Like right? How'd you survive twenty four years here? Right. Well, you know, I survived twenty four years because I was running a, a scammy amusement park. Yeah. It was like grifting people the whole time. Like, and that's the thing. Like, your heroes aren't cut and dry heroes like they are in the original. Yeah. They're kind of like kind of shit. Besides, uh, Michael Jackson's character. Yeah, he's the most he's, innocent of them. Of course he is. Of them all. Of, of course, course he is. Because he, he is. Because he, he is innocent. That's true. Look at the kittens. Hey, little dude, you fall back there, man. You're on your own. <laughs> yeah. Stay um, there. You live there, though. You just did. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh... Yeah, they... I don't know. It's... So, I was thinking about that when I was watching it. Mm -hmm. but who would... Because we did this uh, with the Star is Born. Yeah. Barbara Streisand and Lady Gaga. If you're taking... Who are you putting, as far as just singing goes, Judy Garland or Diana Ross? You know what? Those are two titans going head to head. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Diana um, Ross, who used to open for Judy Garland, by the way. Oh wow. Well, the Supremes did. If, if I'm talking about like, actual career-wise, like obviously Diana Ross, but like, in this instance, like, Judy Garland ate, bro. Like she. She got it in in this film, so I mean, just off the strength of uh, "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" by itself, like there were songs that Diana Ross did solo that they were fine. Yeah. I just think the songwriting wasn't yeah. there. Yeah, I, I think I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Like I was, I think, as far as just being a talent, Judy Garland. Yeah, but who would I rather see? Fucking Diana Ross. Oh, yeah, no. I'd much rather see Diana Ross. Oh, yeah, if you were like, I'm going, you can go to Julie Garland or concert, I'd be like, nah, I'm not. Well, I would say Judy Garland now because she's dead, yeah. so you can't see it. Yeah. So you'd be like, well, I have to go. Yeah, that's like, true. That's true. Like, but, like, no, overall, Diana Ross. Like, yeah, what? but. No question. But, but like, if they're both alive and well, Diana Ross. Yeah. You go see Diana Ross. But, like, in terms of the films, and again, I, I don't put this on the performer, I put this on the, the writing. Um, yeah, just yeah. I think somewhere that's over the rainbow is just not nah, another it, part. It's crazy, and like easing on down the road is fun, but like yeah, it's fun. Really, that feels like 
I feel like Mike. Yeah, I I generally think like the rest, the music in the set in the the remake mm -hmm. is far better. Yeah, it's other than Somewhere Over the Rainbow, because it's much more. It's, again, it's much more mature. It, it's more and it's it's like done by artists and yeah. not like goofy fucking actors. Yeah, it, like and like there's so much personality. Yeah, it's so much and just like. I don't know. Like Missy soul? Russell. Yeah, soul. Yeah. Soul. 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 It's like, it's not written by like two Jewish guys on a piano. No, you know, like no. it's not. It's written by people who are like, oh, I know it's what hard like times Motown are. Records guy. Yeah, you know, Motown yeah. Records and like. No, I. And I, it's so, but then the movie, all the other parts in between are so much better in the, the original. Yeah. Yeah, the original just, um, is functionally a better yeah. film. But when uh, it's gonna come down to this, the question, mm -hmm. obviously, though. Yeah. Should this move? Should the remake exist? Well, um, the remake uh, certainly should exist. So, I think it should too. So the original, um, <clears throat> clearly, like just so many different things that we already talked about, like um, the Technicolor. Yeah. Uh, Judy Garland cinematography. Out, cinematography. Um, weaving this story. So that her Kansas life is integrated into this like fantastical land, and just like how those different themes and lessons that she learned like get played out. Like I, I think that The Wizard of Oz is just a very, very well done. Yeah, I think film it's it's, it's a classic. Had, like it's it's a classic for a reason. No problem rewatching it. No, like, not I, at all. Like you would think that something that old would be like, well, you know. It holds up. It holds up completely. It holds it's, up very well. Because it does, it, at no point of the movie does it ever really take itself that seriously. No, no. And it knows it. Like, it knows it's like it's a kid's movie, but it's not a kid's movie, yeah, you know? Yeah, and, and you know, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, like, the pacing is really good. Oh, it's great. It's, it's really good. It doesn't... It doesn't... That's you? Yes, let's go. Let's yep. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Uh, nothing overstays his welcome. In no, movie. at all. It's I think it's a classic for a reason. It's yeah. so well done. I mean, if you're gonna ask me which one's better, it's gonna it's gonna be the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz, but like, but the, should should the Wiz exist? Yeah, yeah. It's a great like on paper. It's such a good idea. It, it's such a good idea. It's such a good idea. Um, especially like you know now we have these different debates about like the Black Little Mermaid that's coming out and like yeah. I just watched Black Panther and stuff like that and like. I think it is important to take different stories. Like, um, so I think a lot of times historically we get very caught up on like the origin of different stories, where they come from, and things like that. But I think that you can tell all kinds of stories through the lens of all kinds of cultures. Oh, of course. And taking this classic Wizard of Oz story and kind of making an urban Harlem '70s version of it, I thought it worked really well. Like, yes. Like, some of the, um, like I said, the, the stage design, costume design, I thought it was fucking phenomenal. The music, uh, when it's really good, is really good. Oh, it's great. And, um, honestly, by taking elements of the old film out of it, I think it hurt this film. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that there should have been a it's connection between Harlem and Oz, like we had yeah. with Kansas. But know? I also think that the, like, the what they're going for... Although it doesn't age as well yeah. at the uh, at the time, it's like that's pretty cool. Like yeah. the walking pillars in the I subway. That was it's so like this good. is fun. I thought that, but was I mean, so it doesn't age that well. No, you know no, what I mean it, like or the graffiti and all that shit and the the, the graffiti part. was really cool. Yeah, it's like oh, that's a it's a great idea because you're implementing elements of the real world in this. Yeah, 
And like, why would Oz have graffiti? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but like, but like, that's cool because like that was part of the New York, yeah, the aesthetic like, culture, yeah. you know, aesthetic exactly. And I think that um, paying homage to that while also telling the Wizard of Oz story was very cool. Yeah, I just think that there are elements of of the way they portrayed it, and maybe some of the, like again that pacing words coming out to me. There are just elements that, like, I feel like you could have done more, and um, that's why The Wizard of Oz, I think, is fundamentally a better film, but, like, The Wiz certainly should exist because... Oh, it should, yeah. The cast is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the music's phenomenal. I, I just got some problems with uh, the beginning and the end, really. Yeah, and really, it's, like, there's some sloppy, it's like, how do we get this started? They knew what to do, like, but how do we get there? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like, I don't know, like, but... It's worth it just for Michael Jackson. Totally. Alone. I mean, and that's really what it comes down to. Like Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson's so good at it. Yeah, and like the fact that they got Michael Jackson. Yeah. And he's, he's, and he's at the height of his powers, too. Yeah. Like, he's he's great. Yeah. I would say that, like, um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, to me, is, like, obviously, like, the Wizard of Oz song. Ease On Down the Road is, like, a perfect portrayal of, like, how do you take something like Yellow Brick Road? How do you make it like modern? Yeah, and like pump it up. It, Ease on down the road is like to me the song from this that like really just captures the essence of this film. And um, yeah, it it's really good. I think it should yeah, exist. I think it should too. I think it's yeah. I think it's as far as the remakes go, it's one of our the better ones mm -hmm. because if you could see, you're like yeah. I really like. I mean, other than like True Lies, the sure, True Lies, sure, true or lies. like Star Is Born too, but it's it's really like both of them are great in their own way, yes. and they both should exist. And I don't think I like neither one overshadows. I mean, I guess the Wizard of Oz overshadows the Wiz because it's the Wizard of Oz. It's like I think the it's classic. Like historic yeah, it's yeah. His, mm -hmm. it's like one of the greatest movies ever made. You know. Um, yeah. But it's also. Yeah, I totally get why you would remake that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think it's a great... I don't think it, it pays homage to it. I don't think it's... It's all really good. Yeah, no. It's I, all of it's really good. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Um, no, this this is... Um, no, we've seen this theme on the show in the past where um, it is a film that takes, you know, the elements of the original, but it just does its own thing. Yeah, completely and its own That's, thing. to me, when a remake is really good is when... You're not getting shit on by the first film. Yeah. But you're not just copying the first film. Yeah. And you're, like, doing your own thing. Like, uh, you mentioned True Lies. The way that they took that story and expanded it. Yeah, completely. That, and then made it, like, like just an action star. Yeah. Like, action movies. I think that what's very impressive about The Wiz is taking this story and giving it the cultural cachet for, uh, like, a black Oh, horse. absolutely, yeah. Like, uh, that was really impressive and like to your point it doesn't age as well but i think that's just because of like the late 70s was a time yeah it was a time <laughs> it, was a, it was a weird time and like um i think the original like where's of oz is trying to portray like this dust bowl kansas thing and, like, yeah which is a little timeless like but yeah. like you ask anyone from like i get again i will go I'm talking like how many people know about rural Kansas? No, like nobody no. knows it. So like, like, especially if you're talking about like 
I don't know, even in Missouri, I bet most of them don't know that yeah. shit. You know, they're like, I don't know, it's probably just like that. Yeah, so like, you're not getting the same scrutiny. Like, yeah. we know what Harlem looks like, yeah. like you said earlier. It's like, well, yeah, nice try. Yeah, know? it's, I mean, granted, that's a fun Harlem. Yeah. Like, but. I, I mean, I really liked a lot of the visual elements, like the way they did the yellow brick road overlaying like bridges in New York yeah. and stuff like that. Like, I thought that was really good. Like, yeah, I thought it's great. It's just you, it takes like as inventive as it is, like it's still commenting. No matter what, it's commenting on the time it's made. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what yeah. I mean. Whatever it's like, totally. the original Wizard of Oz, you don't know when. Mm -hmm. It has you have no idea what year it is. Yeah, it, it has the advantage of being. Yeah, they don't have an iPhone, but right, who knows? <laughs> like, right. Because, like, that is a problem that remakes run into from time to time, too, which is, you know, I made the joke earlier, but, like, why isn't Dorothy, like, trying to find a payphone? Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, that is a problem with it being more modern, but, no, I, the movie was was very good. Um, most of my gripes are just kind of, like, really technical and Yeah, like, but small. I, and also, like, the pacing of it. The pacing like, of it could have been better. And Michael Jackson's Reese's Pete, uh, Reese's peanut butter cup nose. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. I didn't like that. It was like Raggedy Andy? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So moving on from this. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to go into our Christmas season. It's about that time. About that time. The most wonderful time. time of the year, which by I'm, the way, I'm, I'm just more... about done with all my Christmas shopping. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, haven't even started. Yeah, I know. Why would I, this is a freak occurrence that it's but when we're filming this, it's well before Christmas. Well, it's well before, before Christmas, Christmas, but like the weather right now, I don't know, maybe this climate change stuff. Like, I am wearing a tank top, and yes. it, it is the winter. So it is the winter. I don't know what's happening yes, around Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, so in order to ring in uh, the Christmas, Christmas season, what uh, movie do you want to do? I think uh, you brought up a really good one. Earlier, I think uh, we were going to do some sort of Christmas Carol type. Yes, a Christmas film. Carol film. So that gives us a lot of options. There's quite a few. There's the original Christmas Carol. Mm -hmm. Then there's the Christmas Carol with uh, Jim Carrey. Okay. And then uh, well, the one I think we're going to do. Okay. A Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay, I can do that. And that. Scrooged with Bill Murray. Wow. So we're going to skip. The original yeah. Christmas Carol. We're going to go right to the Muppet Right to the Muppet Carol. Christmas the Carol. The de facto Christmas Carol. <laughs> de facto <laughs> Christmas Carol. Um, and then Scrooge. Wow. And Scrooge. That's going to be a lot of fun. Which is one of my favorites. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, Scrooge is great. I'm going to watch... I watch it every year anyway. Yeah. Might as well do it for this. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. All right. No, I'm down. Great. Let's do it. Sounds good. So, again, that was another episode of Retro vs. Remake. Retro vs. Remake! You know, The Wizard of Oz and The Wiz. Um, as always... I'm Reggie Parker. I'm Dan Farley. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's at DanFarley18. On Twitter, it's at JerseyDan18. Yep, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at RPComedy. Uh, you can find us at Retro vs. Remake. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Um, click it, click the like and subscribe oh, button, baby. Like, Come subscribe, on. YouTube. And honestly, we've been getting a lot of great reactions. Like, our view count is up. People are really engaged. In Those numbers up. We're having, we're having a lot of fun, so, you know. Yeah, it's really great to discuss this shit with you. Yeah, and uh, if uh, if there's something we said you don't like or that you like, just let us know, man. Yeah. We're, we're around. By all means. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm not. But, so, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're going to ease on down. Uh, yeah, uh, whatever. Whatever. Have a good, yeah, great times, guys. Good to see you. See you next time. All right.